everyone. Welcome back to Guess Who's Single Again. I'm your host, Indy Hickey, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about a little thing called Lucky Girl Syndrome. Now, I want to talk about this because I'm at my wit's end. (laughs) I'm at my wit's end. I am at my wit's end. I honestly just want to like shake things up a little bit because it's come to a point now where I'm like, what else can I be doing that is going to stimulate me further to keep going on this journey of mine? It's honestly like one step forward, two steps back. So I guess before we get into lucky girl syndrome, let's do like a little catch up because I actually feel like I haven't told you about like Christmas, New Year's, all that jazz. So what's been happening when it comes to modeling. I have been booked for a couple of jobs. I just did a shoot last, uh, last week or the week before for a brand for ASOS, which was really cool. That's what I mean by, and I say one step forward, two steps back, because I feel like I'm getting these great connections. And then it's, it's just a slog. It's just such a log. Yeah. So that's what's been happening in the way of that. And I'll go into more about connections and how I'm going to build on that and nurturing those relationships more when I go into lucky girl syndrome. But let's go back to Christmas. Let's go back to New Year's, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, So what did I do for Christmas and New Year's? I went to uh, Essex for Christmas, which was really, really cool. And then I went to Paris I went to Paris on like my first trip with my boyfriend, (laughs) our first trip away. I should have just known it was going to go to shit if I was involved. We honestly, to be fair, we had the best time. We just laughed our whole way through it, but it was just a shit show from the absolute get go. So I was supposed to go to the South of France with my family. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. There was train strikes in the South of France, so I couldn't go. So I ended up going to Essex, which was also absolutely incredible. Cannot complain about that. So then we like scrambled to find tickets because my sister, my brother-in-law, the kids were still going to Paris. And that was the whole plan. We were supposed to go to South of France for Christmas. And then we would go to Paris and we were actually going to meet my um, boyfriend. And he was going to meet the family for the first time. All that jazz for exciting. (laughs) We tried to scramble to get tickets. The only one we could get into was landing two hours before we went to see the Moulin Rouge. I get to the airport flights delayed because every flight in this fucking country is delayed always and we get into Paris there's one guy sitting there and he's not stamping any passports and there's about two full planes coming at him and in my head I was like I don't want to do this anymore (laughs) I don't want to be the reason why I kill everyone here like literally I just had the flight from hell and they start letting kids go first they're like you know what anyone with kids you can go first and I was gonna kick off what do you mean kids they've got the strongest littlest leggies they should be the ones that stand up there let old people go first then let me go (laughs) second then let the kids go third then we finally get to the Moulin Rouge and this is where it really all goes to shit So I had my little trundle bag with me, which my brother-in-law had asked before we got there, is it okay if she brings her little carry-on bag with her because she's coming straight from the airport? There was stuff up with customs and stuff like that. Person inside was like, yeah, that's fine. They can leave it in the cloakroom or there's just a like lobby next door that they can leave it in. So we get there. And there's these two security guards at the front door. And I was like, oh, you know, I need to go in and it's the show's about to start. And he was like, no, 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 you can't come in with that bag. And I was like, well, we got told that I could come in with this bag. He's like, no, definitely not. And I get it. There's reasons for that. Then he proceeds to say, 
let me try and find a place for you for this bag. He's walking the streets of Paris with my bag, going into kebab shops. <laughs> He's like, mate, could I please get a uh, doner kebab? And could you look after this bag for about five hours? I was like, no, 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 we can't just be leaving my bag with people in Paris. Like this is random. This is not appropriate. This is not okay. And then he says to me, oh, you know, because I'm helping you, you have to give me 30 euros. And I was like, this is a scam. I'm getting scammed. This is a scam. Let me into the Moulin Rouge. At this point, I start crying. <laughs> I was like, just let, just let me pull my bag. He's like, please. And at this point, my boyfriend's literally like, where is an ATM? I'd need... I need India to stop crying and we need to just get into this show. We paid like 200 pounds each for these tickets. They're, it's ridiculous. Mind you, the Moulin Rouge is the shittest show I've ever seen in my life. So then this other security guy comes comes up and he's like, oh, this is this is, uh, this is my friend. He's going to take your bag for you. And I was like, okay. We were like, where are you going to put it? And he's like, oh, in the back of his car. And we were like, where's your car? <laughs> Why I asked, where's your car? Instead of just walking away. I was like, I was in it. I was like in this conversation. I was like, where's your car? He just points to like a random car on the street. He's like, oh, that one over there. And I was like, yeah, my bag's not, uh, there's going to be no bag when I come out of here. So then my, I call my brother-in-law. I'm screaming on the phone to him crying, being like, can you please come out? My brother-in-law's French. He speaks French, all the rest of it. As soon as he comes out, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. It's a lobby just around the corner. We can drop it in. I was fuming. I was fuming. So that's the first place I nearly got scammed. Then we get to our unit or hotel or, or whatever it's called. And when I say this this apartment looked like it was straight out of a murder scene, I am not joking. There was cobwebs all over the walls. There was red stains all over the carpet. I was like, when have these sheets been changed? It was the worst place I've ever stayed in. And my boyfriend was like, what do you mean? No, no, I, I think that's a detail on the wall. I think that's fur on the wall, like touching the walls. He's like, no, no, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that's design. I think we're sure that's in at the moment, actually. And I was like, that is cobwebs on the wall and someone just got murdered in here. So then we stayed the night and it was quite nice. We had a good time. So yeah, that's the update on Paris Christmas. Also, if you can hear a humming in the background, my laptop is about to take off. It's about to take off. It's about to go to fucking Jupiter, it sounds like. So, so sorry about that. Um, yeah, so that's literally the wrap up on Christmas and New Year's. And then this year we started really strong, guys. We started strong, guys. I had shoot every every day, uh, not every day of the week. God, Jesus, that'd be nice. I had a shoot every week and then nothing. So this is what I mean by when I say I take a step forward and then two steps back. So I've decided that I'm going to do lucky girl syndrome. I love, I love. Okay. So the definition according to the interwebs is lucky girl syndrome is a form of manifestation or thinking your dreams into reality. It involves people reciting daily affirmations in the belief they will bring good fortune to their lives. It's literally blown up on TikTok with the hashtag is racked up to like 130 million views. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that and I'm going to do it for two weeks straight. So 14 days, I have given myself a guide that I have to do to keep myself accountable and to switch things up a little bit because I literally feel like I've been sending out emails every single day. I've been contacting people every single day. I've been doing the same things, but I feel like maybe I've always said before that I 
I really, really, really thrive on structure. So I think that maybe I need to knuckle down, niche down and put even more structure onto it. And it's just a little bit fun, isn't it? It's just a little bit of fun. So this is what I'm going to do. Step one, lucky girl syndrome. Step two, she's really cool. Step three, lucky girl syndrome. That's, that's me. I love, I love. Number one. I will be waking up at seven. And as I go through these, I'm going to explain why. <laughs> Number one. Number one, I will be waking up at 7 a.m. every morning. This is because I've gotten into a routine of, because I work from home, I have been rolling out of bed at 8.30 and just getting on my computer and that's what I do. So I do content creating for a fashion brand. I really have no structure around that. Like I do from my day to day, but I've been getting out of bed at 8.30. I'm super groggy. I'll have a coffee, which also makes me anxious as hell. Then I'm straight into work and then I don't have a break until lunchtime. And I've just gotten into this really, really bad rhythm. And then I feel like it's nighttime and in London at the moment by 3.34, it's pitch black. So I feel like my days are just completely lost. So I'm going to start my day at 7.30 and maybe even 6.30 if I'm feeling a little wild. So I think I'm going to start at 7am. I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm not allowed to look at my phone for the first 30 to 40 minutes of my day. That's step two. This is because I feel like I wake up and I am already in a bad mood when I go on TikTok and Instagram and all that kind of stuff because I'm literally fueling my mind with what other people are doing day in, day out, day in, day out. And I have no structure and I feel like I am not really, I wouldn't say I'm failing because I am making good strides, but I'm not where I want to be at the moment. And then when you're going and you're seeing everyone's heart, highlight reels, it, it can really, really get you down. And I get it. People's lives aren't real. Everyone puts their great stuff up. And also I am so, so, so happy for those people that are doing amazing things. I don't, I'm not taking away from that, but when you're trying so hard to do something and everyone else's lives look like it's just like this picture perfect thing, it's really hard to find momentum and it's really hard to not get down on yourself. So I just don't want to start my day anymore. I don't want to start my day anymore by judging myself of what other people's successes are because I've had success in the past and I will have success in the future. And that just because of what's going on right now doesn't determine that. So I need to make sure that I don't have that mind. So 7am not going on my phone straight away are my top two that I'll be doing. Number three is as soon as I wake up in the morning, I will be journaling and I will be journaling in the sense of I'm going to be doing diary entries, but I'm going to be doing it and manifesting on a life that I already have. So I'm literally going to write diary entries as if I have already got the life that I want. So actually I might read you today's. It's so silly. So dear diary, today has been a great day. I woke up and went to reformer Pilates, something I <laughs> something I can't afford anymore. But in this life, in, in this life, I can. So today has been a great day. I woke up and went to Reformer Pilates. I have a shoot today with a brand I've been shooting with on a regular basis. And I've formed a strong relationship with the team and continued to get booked. And we work together. I have an abundant amount of work at the moment and I'm lo loving being busy. My relationship is thriving and I feel safe and secure. I have a casting tomorrow for Boohoo, a campaign that's going to be on a billboard in Central. And I have, and I feel super positive about it. Life is really good. I'm strong. I'm successful and things are flowing easily. My hard work has finally paid off. So that was my diary entry for this morning. Pretty cool. <laughs> so that's, that is basically 
me manifesting the life that I want and the life that I have. And when I'm writing it, I literally visualize myself writing it in a, in the bedroom that I will be in, in the house that I will be in, in the body that I will be in. Um, and really, really, really making sure that I can feel it. I can sense it. What does that sound like? How does it feel? Am I tired? Am I all that kind of jazz? So just really getting it in my body. Um, so that is number three. I'll be writing diary entries as if I am living the life I am. I will also be, so number three, is that number three? No, sorry. Num- no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a part of number three, I will be doing daily mantras. So I am strong. I am successful. I am fulfilled. I really want to, so in the beginning, I'm going to be doing ones like that, but I really want to start niching down on saying like, I'm successful in a modeling job where, where it's collaborative with stylists and I have a strong team around me and I'm thriving. So like really, really knuckling down on that where at the moment I'm really just trying to get into the rhythm of it. So I am going to say, you know, mantras like I am successful, I am strong, I am uh, loved, I am kind. And I'm either going to say that in the, in the mirror to myself. And if there is not a mirror, I would just be saying them out loud. If you've been following me for a while or listening for a while, I should say, you know, that I have manifested for a really long time. Manifesting is something that I absolutely love. And I do feel like it really, really works. It gets me into a really strong rhythm with my life. And I've found that that's where I find a lot of success and in relationships, in my life, in, you know, exercise routines, stuff like that. When I'm manifesting and I'm in a really strong rhythm, things seem to go really well for me. So that's why when I saw the lucky girl syndrome, it is this silly TikTok thing. But when you really get to the crux of it, it's just about structure, manifesting something great for yourself. And that's what I kind of want to come back to. Number four is doing a form of exercise every day. So that is, it could be a walk. It could be Pilates. It could be absolutely anything. So it doesn't need to be anything strenuous. I don't need to go to F45. I can't afford F45. (laughs) So it doesn't need to be anything too crazy. It just needs to be some form of exercise. And to be fair at the moment, working from home and especially working in London where it's so fucking cold at the moment and it gets so dark quickly, you can really, really get you into this like sort of depressed state. So getting outside into the fresh air has been helping heaps. So I will be doing that every single day. The next one is really important. And I think this one, I hopefully will see some momentum after two weeks is I have to send a minimum of three emails out to people in the industry every single day. With that, I then want to say every third or fourth or week after go back and check back on those relationships and see, you know, if it, if it was something that I'm going for, if I see a job on star now and I reach out to that person, then going back a week later and saying, Hey, just wondering if you have secured a person for this, or if I could come in for a, a conversation and stuff like that. So I really want to make sure that I'm touching base with those people, but then going back and touching base with them a second time, because there is so many people in this country that want the same thing that you do. And I really think it's just consistency in this game. The sixth thing that I'm going to do, and I think this for me is probably one of the most important ones is I'm going to video myself every single day. So I'm going to read out my diary entry. I'm going to video myself going for a walk to keep myself accountable. I'm going to talk to the camera a little bit more so I get more comfortable doing that because I also want to, you know, move this over to TikTok. And I'm going to post that onto a TikTok platform. TikTok platform. How old am I? Onto TikTok. If nobody watches it, does not matter. It's just 
that way it's going to keep me accountable so that I keep moving forward. And then the last one is finding something that you're grateful for in the day and taking a photo of it. I saw this really, really beautiful um, video on TikTok. I think it was TikTok or Instagram or something. If you teach your brain constantly see negatives, you will constantly see negatives. So it's teaching your brain to see positive. And it's this tiny little thing that she does. And she actually started doing it with her partner because they'd been married for like 15 years or something. And it was a way to bring them back to connect with each other. So I'm doing this with my partner at the moment, which I think is a really cute exercise to do together, but I also am doing it to train my brain to see positives throughout the day. So basically you take a photo of something that is your best part of the day or something that you're grateful for. And it can just be one photo. And then at the end of the day, you bring it to your partner or your best friend or absolutely anyone, your mom, your brother, whoever you want to do this with. And you say, this is the best part of my day. and, And you share it with that person. And basically what it does is it teaches your brain to start looking for positives throughout the day. And It's really funny because as I've been doing it throughout the day, I started to realize that I'm just in a better mood because I've been like, oh, is this the thing that I'm grateful for? Or is this the thing I want to show my partner? Is this the thing that I should take a photo of? And then by the end, you may have five photos. It's just constantly flicking your brain over and over and over to see, is this happy? Is this what I'm looking for? Is this what I'm looking for? Instead of being like, oh, I sent that email out. Now what's going to happen? Instead of going, I sent that email out. I'm excited to go back and message them again and see what comes from that. You know, I'm excited to, I'm just starting to switch my brain a little more because I have always been such a positive person. But in the last month and a half, and I said it in my very first podcast, it it does get draining. It's literally like hitting your head against a brick wall when you are pushing and pushing and pushing for something and only getting small returns. So I'm really excited to do this. And then who knows at the end of the two weeks, maybe I'll be a millionaire or maybe I'll be a Victoria's Secret model. I'm going to come back in two weeks time and I'm going to give you all the updates of what's happened. And if nothing's happened... Well, at least it was a fun little thing to do, wasn't it? This is a fun little thing to do, guys. You know what? If nothing comes of it, at least I've got a bit of structure. At least I've got a bit of structure. And then maybe I'll start exercising a bit more. Who knows? Maybe I'll get that fat ass I've always wanted. Who knows? Maybe Kylie Jenner will message me and say, hey, I saw you and like, think you're actually like really pretty. Do you want to like, I don't know, have a lip kit for free? And I'll say, Kylie, I'm busy, babe. But yes, I'll have a free because I've got no money. I love, I love. I also can't help but think that maybe I'm pivoting a bit at the moment in my career. I've been having this conversation a lot. And I think that maybe I'm coming to a point now where I thought I was going one way, but I'm actually going another, which is exciting, right? Because it's like I get to explore new avenues and I get to explore a side of myself that I haven't necessarily done before. Like I did a job the other day. I've always done a little bit of photography, but not much. It's more video that I have been doing. And I did a photography job the other day and I absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it. I had the best day. And then I went home and I was editing and it it honestly just was such a creative outlet that I haven't really looked into or given enough notice. And I started doing it and I was like, wow, this is really, really, really cool. So I think moving here and not being gung ho on one thing has maybe allowed me to open a few other doors and have a look around and see that maybe this is what I want to do. And that was just a platform to lead me to where I need to go. I think I'm rambling this episode, but I think it's because I really 
am a bit scrambled in my own head, if I'm honest. You know, I was having a chat last night and I was getting quite upset because I, not a perfectionist, but I do need a certain level of things happening in my life for me to feel successful or for me to feel like I'm have momentum or that I'm moving forward and all that kind of stuff. So at the moment, I do feel like I'm quite stagnant. And that's why I think this lucky girl syndrome project that I'm doing is just something that's going to push me forward a little bit more or give me something to do. Not that I don't have things to do. I do have, you know, a job and all that kind of stuff, but it's just, I think January in London as well is, is especially hard. It is incredibly cold. It gets dark really early. I'm not with my family and friends. Um, I've got an incredible base of friends here, incredible partner. It just does make it harder. It's, I'm just a little, this all, this environment is a little bit foreign to me. And when I am going through a transition in a foreign place, it just makes things a little bit harder. In saying that though, I wouldn't give it up for the world and I would never leave because I absolutely love what I'm doing. And I guess I always, always, always believe that fortune favors the brave, right? So something's gotta give. <laughs> That's what I keep telling myself. And then I think to myself, I'm gonna laugh in a year's time when I look back and I'm like, wow, how funny was that that I was literally crying over my identity or my work or my career when now I'm in this totally different. I, I, I just, for some reason, feel that I'm going to be in a totally different space, career and all that jazz. Hopefully I'm doing this podcast full time. That would be absolutely sick. That would be incredible. That is, you know, what I would love to do full time, but I'm just going to do this and I'm going to see what comes out at the end of the two weeks. And I know two weeks is small. Nothing's major is going to come from it, but I think it's just going to be able to put me back on track and keep me accountable and allow me to track what I've been doing because I have been sending out so many emails, but I also have the worst ADD brain. So I don't track my emails. I don't track who I'm messaging. I don't, you know, do all that kind of stuff. So that I feel I'm doing all this work. And then when it comes to the end of the week, I go, oh, fuck, what have I even done? Or am I pushing hard enough? Cause I don't have anything to show for it. Where when I do go back and look at those emails, I am sending out an extraordinary amount of emails that I'm connecting with extraordinary amount of people. So when I have that all laid out in front of me, it does become a bit clearer for me of where I need to go. So I think for me, structure, structure, structure is going to be huge. And I think this episode's been a little bit serious. It's been a little bit serious. I love that's it for me today. I'm about to go and email three people, if not more. I've got to go do my stupid little walk. I've done my diary from this morning. I've woken up at 7.30. <laughs> I've already fucked it up, but that's all right. I've got to make my video to stay accountable and I have to find something that I'm grateful for for today. I did just make the best sandwich I think I've ever had in my entire fucking life. I made a sloppy joe. So we made spaghetti bolognese last night. So I just got the bolognese sauce and I did it in a fry pan with bread and I buttered both sides and I put cheese in there. And it was fucking yummos, grandma. But yeah, that's it from me, guys. And I can't wait to actually follow along on TikTok. I guess who's single again? I have like four followers. So come follow along on there. I will be showing my videos every single day so we can keep track together. Let me know if you want to do it as well. And we will go from there. We will go from there.
We'll go from there. Thanks so much for listening, guys. You're absolutely amazing. Review, subscribe, share it with everyone that you absolutely know. Please, 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 because a girl needs a dollar. Dollar, dollar bill. <laughs>